We're here at Future Summit, and I'm getting to sit down with Carolina a little bit and, and share. You just stepped off the stage, and you're with Disneyland Paris. That's great. And uh, tell us, what do you do there? What, what do you do at Disneyland? Uh, so I'm working as Foresight and Innovation Manager. Uh, my work consists, first of all, on understanding change, understanding the future, and then applying this understanding into the creation of new products and new experiences. Uh, so it's a wonderful, a wonderful job because you don't always see a company that is both uh, that looking together into first analyzing the future and then actually translate that into decisions. So um, I've been in the company for about it's gonna be about three years. Uh, first of all, I start uh, working into the vision of Valderob. So if you don't know Valderob, it's the city that is surrounded with the park. <laughs> And Disney has a role of developer of the city as well. Okay. So yeah. not all the people know that. We know Disney because of the resort and the park. Mm -hmm. But we also have a role uh, uh, at, at leading the development of the city. So when I got this role, uh, I start imagining the city of the future. So how education is going to evolve in the next 10 years, agriculture, mobility. Um, when I did, after doing this job, they told me that's great, now do it for, for the resort. And that's, wow. that's my current job. Very cool. That's awesome. I, I always have thought of Disney as an incredibly innovative company yeah. as a whole. I mean, the roots, right, are complete innovation. Um, but the idea of when you look to build a park, yeah. build an attraction, to think first of the local community yeah. is really unique. Yeah. Where did that come from, that idea of let's actually focus on local first? Uh, well, basically it comes from 1987. Uh, so when Disneyland Park, when, when Disneyland, the Walt Disney Company comes to France, uh, the government says, okay, yeah, you can, you can, you can place your park in Paris, like close, uh, close to Paris, uh, but at the same time you have to uh, get a role of, of actually put in charge of developing the city, uh, this, uh, the, the east side of the city. So it comes basically from a political agreement, uh, but we, I think we are the only company in the world that is, as a private company has also this role of, of public development. So it, it's exciting because as foresight uh, a practitioner, I got the chance to work both for the public sector side, even if I'm from a private company, mm -hmm. and then doing it completely for, for, for the resort. I love that. I think so many companies do the exact opposite, <laughs> exactly, right? Exactly, yeah. We build the business, and then, oh, we kind of made a mess in yeah. the local community. Yeah. Now let's give back and clean up the mess exactly. to for our PR. Yeah. You know, what I heard you say is you guys really focused local first. Yeah. But let's develop the community. And, yeah. and look out for our neighbors. Yeah. And 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 let's at the same time, but let's be building a great business yeah. that brings in lots of people, but a business that the community itself can be proud of. Exactly. Exactly. That's, that's, really that's, cool. that's part of the vision. And as I said, I think we are the only company in the world that has this double title. I mean, as public developer in some way, and also well, as a private company delivering its own services and products. Awesome, awesome. <laughs> All right, so you develop local community, check, done. Yeah. <laughs> now you're moving on to the actual park and the experience exactly. there. And I heard you say you guys are really looking towards the future exactly. and figuring out how to build that into the park. Yeah. What do you see in the future? Uh, oh my God, that's a, that's, a, that's a really good question. I mean. Um, we're seeing many things coming basically from different, uh, we call it like uh, drivers of change. Um, basically this year what has been uh, 
the most striking is uh, all this concern on environment. So um, basically, when we do our analysis, we we don't we don't base on trends because people everybody talk about trends. Everybody everything is trendy. Uh, what we do is that we start from the the basic of the of the of the human motivation. So what are the motivations bef behind this trend? And if you see environment environment protection, for example, um, in terms of the underlying motivations and behaviors from 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 citizens, but also from consumers, you see uh, a sort of anxiety. So if people actually uh, the echo anxiety is a new disease. Right? And it's the fact that people get anxious and nervous and scared about what's happening with the world in the world. There's one 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 poll that um, uh, it came out. Uh, I think it was about a month ago. Um, and in the interview with young uh, millennials, uh, French millennials specifically, and they asked, what are you afraid the most to? And number one was climate change. Number two, and it was competing with a uh, terrorist attack. So this to say that the environmental protection uh, is going into a new path uh, of, of actually affecting people's life. Yeah. Um, so I think this is, I think this is the, if we, if we talk about 2019, I think this is really the major change uh, and, and our challenge is to address it in, in the best way. Yeah. There are many challenges. I mean, I'm just talking about one in specific, but uh, I think that from this year is really what we have to, where we have to look forward. Yeah. Okay, so if you see the future, you, you see that, you identify that, then part of your role, right, is turning around exactly. and plugging that in and helping bring change exactly. inside of a company, a exactly. big company yeah. that yes. has done things for decades. Exactly. How yeah. do you do that? What, what does that well, look like? Um, well, basically, uh, as, I, as, I, as, I, as I talk in the pitch, it's been entire process that comes from a cultural transformation. So um, when we start with this exercise of foresight future thinking, the first thing that we said is that uh, we have to create a common language about the future. Um, it, uh, it's like just to, just to give you uh, to give you the perspective, in the park we have people coming principally from operations, from engineers, and then to have a conversation about the future, uh, it's important to have the common base. Right? That if we're going to talk, we talk about AI, uh, at least we know, we both know what we're talking about, yeah. and in that way we can address the best problem. So uh, the first phase that we did was saving this common ground, and is what is the language of the future. Um, so we run uh, several workshops, and at the end of these activities, research, etc., we defined seven long-term challenges uh, that actually got incorporated in the corporate culture. So people start talking about the challenges. Um, so once you create this mindset of, of, okay, I have a challenge today of cleaning my pool uh, or repairing this attraction, but I know that a challenge for the future is that one, uh, your mindset changed and also uh, your predispositions towards innovation. So um, the first part is actually creating a mindset of, 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 of future thinking of uh, actually it's important to think about that. And then the second step is um, from an analytic point of view, because I'm part of the business strategy team, uh, measuring that. So, all right, uh, climate change, it's happening. We can see it at which point it's going to affect us. In term, I mean, in terms of revenue, in terms of uh, margin, etc. Uh, so we are building some metrics to measure all of the impact of all of the challenge into the business. Um, and at the end, uh, according to these results, so we drive products. 
So we say, okay, uh, from all the things we saw, uh, environment, for example, just to give you an idea, this is the top one. So our products and our innovation is going to be focused in that way. So um, it's a process that takes time. Not all the companies are actually working in that way. I think we are kind of, uh, yeah, kind of the few companies that really articulate it into the system. Yeah. But I really feel that it's important to, to start from culture. Otherwise, um, when you just say the path of the future is this one, uh, it's really hard to get the buy-in of the people because you are—I mean—you are a company, but also building products and there's internal stakeholders, and uh, and then it get complicated to get the buy-in of the people. So uh, that's basically how we're working. Wow, that's really helpful for us. <laughs> I think you know, to, you're you're part of an innovative company that is continuing to pioneer and innovate. I think you're leading the charge on that. Yeah. I'm really thankful you came to take time out of yeah. your busy schedule <laughs> to come to Romania. It was your first time here, I know. Yeah, yeah. and I love it. I feel like home. Awesome, right? awesome. <laughs> it's an amazing country. What was your, what did you, did you hear anything about Romania before you came? Did you have any preconceived um, notions and then reality? Well, uh, the only thing that I knew is that I didn't need visa. So nice. I was so happy. I was like, oh my God, there are two countries in the world in which I don't need visa, like really? Russia and, and Romania. Wow. So I felt so welcome. Where are you from? Where are you I'm from Colombia. From Colombia. Yeah. Okay, awesome. So, so you're able to come. Colombians, yeah. welcome to Romania. Yeah, I Come on it. in. I love food. I love awesome. people. I really feel at home. So awesome. It's great. Awesome. Well, we're, we're glad you're here. The last question I want to ask you, I, I ask everybody I talk to, oh um, and it's, it's, feel free to take a little time to think about it, but when you hear the word good, what is good to you? What is good to me? Take in, a little time and think about it. Oh my it. god. Um, uh, good in, like, uh, in which uh, domain or what is good it's to me? It's up to you. You can work, you can life, whatever you want. What is good to me? Um, uh, I would talk about, I maybe will say that good is what is... Um, oh my god, it's so complicated. Uh, I will say good is... Um, everything that goes in lines with human empathy. Mm. Uh, at Disney, we have these values that are really, um, uh, yeah, are since the beginning of the company, and I think that we all, the cast members, we have this empathy, not only with customers, yeah. but internally. Yeah. And good, I think, is every time you're creating uh, these empathy bonds and connection with people, even if it's a customer, even if it's a, uh, a supplier, even if it's uh, your colleague. Um, and I think that the world, in the future of the world, a, good, a big challenge, if you see, for example, automation and AI, is how can we continue creating these human bonds and this human connection. And I think that if we talk about good, uh, Honestly, uh, we have to bring empathy into a good way of doing of, of doing stuff. That's right. Thank you. Thank you <laughs> thank for you sharing so that. Much. I appreciate it. Thanks for being here with us. Yeah, thank you.